You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooks Snow. You have episode 101, Creating Miracles. Have you ever felt helpless to change a situation? Or perhaps you wish there was something bigger you could do to help another person. Whether it is sorrow for events happening in the world, or your own personal suffering in relationships and life. It can be encouraging to know small efforts really do make a difference. Gandhi famously stated that we must be the change you wish to see in the world. If you long to make a difference and create change and miracles in the world, listen in. We are more powerful than we think we are. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my book, Living in Your True Identity. It's available in Deseret Book stores and on Amazon.com. It's filled with 21 tools to help you live life as the best version of yourself. Thank you again to everyone who has left a review for this podcast on iTunes. I read every review and I am so grateful for each person who takes the time to give back in this way. Just pause this episode and tell me what has been your biggest takeaway so far. Today's review of the week comes from Leash604. She says, I don't think I have ever written a review for anything, but this podcast has changed my life. I am constantly astounded by the simplicity of Brooke's words and truth that rings through. Her work is literally the perfect mix of self-help backed by truth from the gospel, which is incredible. I purchased her meditation and creation courses and love them both so far. I've been meditating for 27 days and it has been amazing. That is the longest I have ever been consistent with something like this to my recollection. And I love how I'm starting to trust myself more because of it. Thank you, Brooke, for all you put into your purpose on earth and staying close to God. It's seriously such an inspiration. I want everyone to hear these words. Leash604, thank you so much for the review and congratulations on 27 days of consistent meditation. Celebrate! This is an amazing accomplishment. I love also that you are feeling more trust for yourself. This is so key in strengthening our skill of personal revelation and stepping more fully into being the creator of our life. Keep going, friend. You are doing amazing. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your ratings and reviews and your shares, this is what makes this podcast possible. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing. Friends, like all of you, I have been saddened at the outbreak of conflict happening in the world. Our family has been praying for Ukraine and Russia, and it's easy to feel a little helpless as I live my life on the other side of the world. We can contribute money to relief efforts, and we can pray, which absolutely can make a difference. And at the same time, it can be easy to wonder if these tiny efforts can really be enough. Whether it's world events on a global level or perhaps challenges on a personal level, all of us face something we wish we could change for the better 
while simultaneously feeling like it's so much bigger than we are. One principle I've built my life upon is the scripture, by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. Typically, I teach this principle as it relates to our habits, and my creation course lays this out in an amazing way. It's the power of the compound effect. Today, I would love to focus this principle upon the power of our energy, our energy. I'm using the word energy because it embodies both our thoughts and emotions, which make up our state of being. Gandhi famously stated, be the change you wish to see in the world. If we desire peace in our world, we must be peace. If we desire love in our world, we must be love. If we desire cooperation in our world, we must be cooperation. If we desire light and fun in our world, we must be light and fun. You get the idea. When Gandhi states that we must be the change... We can often relegate this only to our actions. It is natural to jump ahead into wondering what we can do to cause change. After the Law of Creation series that I just did on this podcast, all these episodes leading up to this one, let's remind ourselves that our actions, what we do, is the physical creation. Spiritual creation must come before physical creation. It includes what we see, say, and feel. It is our thoughts and feelings. It is our state of being. Our state of being is the spark of creation. Perhaps it is for this reason that Jesus focused on the Beatitudes in his Sermon on the Mount. Now I'm taking liberty here, but could we break this word down to say be attitude, as in our state of being, our attitude. The word beatitude is interpreted by biblical scholars as a state of blessedness. You'll remember Jesus's words when he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. These are all states of being. Poor in spirit, mournful, hunger and thirst for righteousness, merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers. They're states of being. It is your energy. It is the embodiment of your thoughts and your feelings. And yet, there is a cause and effect relationship happening here. If beatitude is a state of blessedness, it means that that state of being will create a blessing. Let me say that again. The state of being will create a blessing. Watch what happens here as Jesus shows the relationship between the state of being and the blessing it brings. Blessed are the poor in spirit, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And so on, and so on, and so on. Your state of being is what initiates the blessing. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Spiritually create what you hope for by embodying the energy. Embody this in your thoughts and feelings. Now, this may sound simple enough, and yet our culture, by and large, focuses mostly on the doing. Now, don't get me wrong, doing is important, and it is essential to creation. But in order to be balanced and complete, we must learn how to be what we hope for. Something I've noticed in myself and others is the false belief that if I really care about something, I need to worry and become anxious over it. I fool myself into believing this anxiousness proves my support. It matters to me. Therefore, I will fret and fear and get stressed and tighten up and worry myself sick so that I can help the matter at hand. On a spiritual level, this makes no sense. (laughs) Worry myself sick so I can help the matter at hand. It doesn't work this way. What ye sow, so shall ye reap. If I sow worry and anxiety, I'll just get more worry and anxiety. If I desire love and peace, I need to sow love and peace. Be the change I wish to see in the world. Now the challenge comes in moving into an energy of love and peace ahead of my current reality. It's certainly difficult to be love and peace when my world around me is in fear. It's certainly more difficult to be love and peace when my own body and my own mind are in worry. To be the change I wish to see in the world, it requires me to initiate the change within myself ahead of my current reality before I may have any reason to believe what I hope for is possible because I see evidence of it in my physical reality. In Hebrews, we read, faith is the assurance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. We don't see what we hope for in our physical reality yet. Faith is the belief that what we hope for can eventually come into our physical reality. And so we embody what we hope for. This state of being initiates the creation of the blessing we desire It's part of the spiritual creation. It creates the miracle we hope for. 
Of course, there are things we must do in addition to what we must be. But since our culture rarely focuses on changing our state of being, I want to talk about how do you even do this? Because the more we work on our state of being, the easier the doing becomes. This is because the energy you bring to any action will either make that action easier to do, or it will increase the friction. Have you ever tried to make a change in your home life while being angry or upset? (laughs) How easy did the action and change you hoped for unfold? How cooperative were the people around you? Of course, I am speaking from loads of experience in doing things the hard way. Maybe I notice my kids haven't done their chores and they're squandering their time on screens and I allow this to trigger me into anger and frustration. The change I wish for is for the jobs to get done and for them to use their time better. I've tried to make this change happen in anger many times. I can yell, I can force them into action, I react. That approach can get results short term. But if I can pause for a few seconds and change my state of being and approach them in peace and love, I am always astounded at how much easier things unfold. Instead of reaction, I choose creation. Be the change you wish to see in the world. This begins with changing the way I feel. But how do I change the way I feel? Feelings are intense. When I'm triggered into anxiety, stress, anger, frustration, fear, worry, or overwhelm, these emotions can feel all-encompassing. Of course I'd like to change the way I feel. All these emotions are uncomfortable. But how do I change my emotions in the moment, especially when I feel subject to them? Feelings are a physical experience. I feel sensations in my body. I feel tight or flushed or my heart races. To change my state of being, it's helpful to do something physical. The fastest tool I know is to breathe. It calms my nervous system. It slows my heart rate down. It opens up my organs. It helps me think with more clarity. And best of all, it helps to process the emotions I'm feeling through my body instead of trapping them inside or unleashing them on others. Speaking of breath, it's always amazing how taking a moment to breathe can help refresh our soul. Let's try three deep breaths right now. Will you join me? Take a deep inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. Inhale deeply from the belly. And exhale. That was only about 10 seconds. Do you feel any improvement in your body? (laughs) I know I do. 
even if it's subtle. It is not uncommon for me to find myself in a heated moment with my family and to have me suddenly take a time out and I close my eyes and I pause for some breathing. I always return to the moment more grounded than if I let myself keep going down the path of high reaction. The reason it works is science. It's using your body to calm your body. It's taking us from a fight or flight moment of our nervous system back down to rest and digest. And it can work faster than any tool I know. (laughs) And how awesome that it's also free and you always have it with you. So what does this have to do with changing the world or creating miracles? And can something so small actually make a difference? Could our efforts to change our own energy create change in our homes or even on the other side of the world? First, I want to tell you a story. When I was in college, I spent my summers working in Grand Teton National Park at a resort. And because of the beautiful location, the lodge I worked at would often host conferences for large and small groups. One day I was speaking with a guest and in making small talk, I asked her, so what brought you to the park? And she immediately lit up and she proceeded to tell me that she was there with a group of meditators. She said, every year we gather someplace in the world and meditate and pray so we can raise the vibration of the planet. I'll be honest, this was more than 20 years ago. And at that time, I thought she was crazy. (laughs) I immediately judged her thinking, you really believe that you and your hippie friends can raise the vibration of the planet just by meditating as a group. I thought she was weird. I also didn't know what the word vibration meant. It sounded woo woo and mystical. And besides They were such a minuscule group compared to the billions of people in the world. They would never make a difference. I thought they were fringe and delusional. And yet, it turns out I was the one who was wrong. A group of meditators focused on being love and peace can absolutely make a difference. In the summer of 1993, there was an experiment performed in Washington, D.C., the so-called murder capital of the world. Volunteers came from a hundred different countries to collectively meditate for long periods of time throughout the day for about six weeks that summer. It was predicted in advance that with a group this size, there would be a certain percentage drop in violent crime. The chief of police went on television saying, look, it's going to take two feet of snow to reduce crime by that percentage in Washington, D.C. this summer. And yet, by the end, the police department became a collaborator and author of the study, because the results showed a long-term 
48% reduction in human rights crimes in the DC area. 48% reduction. Turns out that lady I met in the Tetons wasn't as crazy as I thought. So where does this power come from? We know prayer is powerful. I'm of course here to invite us to level up our experience of prayer to be meditative prayer. One difference being that meditation focuses on your state of being. I've said countless prayers in my life where I started out anxious and I ended anxious. I didn't change my state of being at all. I just rattled off my memorized list and hoped for the best. With meditative prayer, my intention is to change myself. If I start out anxious, I want to become peaceful. And I will stay there and breathe and calm my mind and heart until I experience this personal transformation. Once I've changed my state of being, it feels as if the whole world is open to me. There is an ease and peacefulness to speaking with God and receiving revelation. Just as Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. My intention with meditative prayer is to become pure in heart. Right then. I don't have to wait to become pure in heart until I've perfected myself over the course of a lifetime. I can become pure in heart within a few moments of focusing on my breath and changing my state of being. And yes, I can testify that in this state, I do see God. For now, it's an image in my imagination as a spiritual creation. And I look forward to the day when that experience becomes a physical creation as well. If today I were to run into the woman I met in the national park all those years ago, who was meditating to raise the vibration of the planet, I would have a very different reaction. I'd ask if I could join her and her friends and add my heart and mind to strengthen their intention. There is power in numbers. This is how you change the world by being the change you wish to see. Being precedes doing. I want to give you one more tool to help change your state of being and in turn change the world. It is to change what you see. Again, I just did a whole series on the law of creation and episodes before this one. Spiritual creation includes what we see, say, and feel. When you combine your breath with changing what you see in your mind, you will automatically change the way you feel. One of the principles of meditative prayer that I teach in my 40-day meditation course is bringing imagery into your prayer experience. Use your imagination to see what it is you hope for. 
for me, this was totally opposite of how I normally prayed. Normally, I didn't see images at all. I'd just focus on my words. If there happened to be any image pop into my mind, it would only be an image of the present problem. If I was praying for change in the world, whether that was on a global level or a personal level, I would see things as they were right now. If I was praying for a war-torn country, I'd likely see the present conflict. If I was praying for a struggling relationship, I would see the present conflict. My entire experience of the power of prayer flipped when I started to see what I hoped for instead of the problem. But the thing is, this requires you to see something before it has happened. It requires some creative imagination. It's faith in what could be. Remember, faith isn't seen in the physical world yet. When your hope comes into the physical world, there's no need for faith. Faith and hope require us to create a vision of something yet to be and make it real in our minds and in our hearts. First time I tried this for a global event was when Hurricane Harvey hit Texas and Louisiana in 2017. This hurricane was catastrophic and devastating, causing severe damage and more than 100 deaths. My typical prayers for a natural disaster like this may sound something like this. Lord, please bless the people in Texas and Louisiana that they can be safe and protected. As I pray, I might remember images in my mind from the news or social media that focus on the present state of events and consequently feel anxiety and pray that God can help fix it. If I'm in a checklist mindset, I may pat myself on the back for remembering to pray for the situation and move on to the next request on my list. I said the words, but all I feel is hope-flavored anxiety. I have said countless prayers this way, and I still find myself saying this type of prayer occasionally in public or family prayers. No judgment here. But my experience is these prayers often have no supporting image or feeling to match what I am saying. I said the words and move on. I didn't change my state of being. Do I expect the blessing to come if my being has not changed? Jesus taught us the connection between our being and the blessing, the beatitudes, the state of blessedness. You embody the feeling that connects to the blessing. This is key to creation. If you start to focus on changing your being, especially in prayer when you're seeking a blessing, I promise this will transform your experience. So how would I do this for something that feels so far away and out of my control? If I want to strengthen my hope and faith, I need to be seeing something that is not in the physical world yet. I need to see and begin to feel within my body what it is I hope for. If I desire peace then I need to be feeling peace. I don't feel peace when my mind is focused on destruction. 
If that's what I see, I'm going to be anxious or fearful. Guarantee, I do not feel peace if the image in my mind was supplied by the news report. In a situation of the hurricane, I deeply desired to have a powerful prayer that could help people suffering from the hurricane. So in my personal meditative prayer, I did something that felt kind of wild. I imagined in my mind new scenes that represented all I hoped would happen. I imagined angels from heaven helping people in need. I imagined angels on earth helping each other. I imagined miracles happening and families finding strength through the challenge, neighbors helping one another. I imagined relief coming to individuals who were trapped or suffering or in need. It was like a grand movie screen in my mind playing out and I was seeing love, charity, strength, blessings, miracles, power over the elements, the strength of the human spirit, an absolute triumph through this event. If you would have walked in on me meditating for the victims of the hurricane, you would have found me with tears streaming down my face with a huge smile on my face. You'd never know I was praying for people who were currently in tragedy. Because in my mind, I wasn't seeing the images that brought fear or images from the news. I was creating in my mind the images of what I hoped for. And this created feelings within me that were empowering, uplifting, and full of hope and faith. My state of being changed. I was embodying the very feelings I hoped for the people currently suffering. This was deeply moving for me, and I repeated the experience for several mornings as my effort to help contribute energetically to the relief I hoped for, for these people. If the presence of hundreds of meditators in Washington, D.C. can reduce the crime rate by 48%, imagine what could happen if we collectively meditated for global events with this type of energy and intention. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Create the miracle you hope for in your mind and heart. Would you like to be able to do this? Would you be interested in being guided in an experience to help you embody the peace and the miracles that you hope for in our world right now? I'd love to finish this podcast with a meditation to create a miracle. I'm going to make the language of this meditation timeless so that you could use it for any global event the future may bring, or you can apply it to any conflict happening in your personal world as well. Anything in any situation that you desire a miracle. I invite you to participate so you can add your own soulful energy to the collective We can collectively raise the energy of the world by being the change we wish to see in the world. Feel something, feel it within you, create the miracle, see what it is you hope for and allow this image to nurture feelings of peace and love 
and hope within you. Now, often when I add a meditation to a podcast episode, I have people who want to repeatedly do the meditation or they want to share it with others. And I know this can be a little tedious to find this specific podcast episode later on and fast forward and find the exact time the meditation starts. To make re-listening easy, this meditation will be available for free for the next month on the Small Seed Still meditation app. And then it will go into the subscribers library. So if you find this podcast after that time, you can use the code BROOK1, that's BROOK and the number one, for 30 days free access to the entire library of meditations. This code and the link to my meditation courses are also available in the show notes of this episode. Now, if you're someone who listens to podcasts on a faster speed, to get the full benefit of the meditation, I invite you to slow the speed back down to a regular speed. The foundational purpose of meditation is to literally slow the mind and body down so you can be fully aware and present. You will experience more profound transformation in how you feel and your beingness if you're able to do this. Okay, are you ready? to create a miracle. Let's begin. Welcome to the Creating Miracles Meditation. This meditation is designed to spiritually create the miracles and blessing you desire for those affected by tragedy, either in the global world or your personal world. These blessings you seek may not be in the physical world yet because they need to be created spiritually first. You will do this by using your powerful imagination to see the relief and healing possible. Hope and faith are the product of what you see in your mind. This will also help transform any feelings of anxiety and fear to feelings of peace and faith. Begin in a comfortable position with a straight back. Just rest your arms and hands gently in an open receiving position, or you're welcome to bring your hands over your heart. Eyes gently closed. Take a deep inhale in through the nose and out through the nose. In through the nose and out through the nose. And I invite you to set an intention for what feeling you would like to feel right now? Is it more peace, more faith, hope, love? What is it for you? Allow your heart to show you what you need most right now. And just allow this feeling to come into your body. Pick an emotion. 
Take another deep breath in and breathe out. Take a deep breath in and imagine this feeling you chose filling your body with your breath. And exhale, letting go of fear, anxiety, worry, concern. Take a deep breath in, again, filling your body with this intended feeling. And exhale, letting go of tension in your body. Inhale and say the feeling. And exhale, say the feeling. Inhale and imagine this feeling as a ray of light, allowing this light to enter from the top of your head. And exhale moving this light all the way down to your toes, spreading this light, this feeling into every part of your body. Inhale, this feeling is light. And exhale, allowing this light to clear out any contrary feelings. Allow your body to relax. Drop your jaw slightly. Allow the muscles in your face to relax. Drop your shoulders. Breathing in. And breathing out. Take a few moments and be still. Notice your breath as it gently comes in and gently comes out. With each breath, allow yourself to go a little deeper into the spaciousness of peace. You are a creator. You have within you the power to create miracles. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Is there something in the world or something in your life for which you desire a miracle? There's something you desire to see change. Something you may feel is currently beyond your own control. Something bigger than you. If there is one most important miracle you could create right now, what would it be? Who would it be for? Where would it be? 
There may be many miracles you desire. For now, simply choose one situation you can focus on for this meditation. Whatever your mind and heart bring to you is perfect for right now. Do you desire to create a miracle? I invite you to say yes. Now you may choose to bring into your imagination a spiritual guide to be with you during this meditation. This could be Heavenly Father, Heavenly Mother, Jesus Christ, an angel, a trusted family member or friend who has passed on, whomever it is you feel comfortable to call upon to support you in the great work of creating a miracle. Heaven loves to create miracles. Do you believe in miracles? I invite you to say yes. Say yes to a miracle. Open yourself to creating miracles. Together, in this state of peace and possibility, I invite you to bring your mind to the situation in need of a miracle. The current reality may include tragedy or conflict. I wonder what could happen if we transformed the current reality into a catalyst for good. Would you like to transform this situation? You are going to see the situation as if you were watching a movie on the screen of your mind. The things you will create and see have not happened yet. They exist in the realm of possibility. And in the spiritual realm, just like in your own dreams, anything is possible. You will use your powerful imagination to create images of hope and healing. Starting small, what little things could bring healing or relief to this situation? Imagine you're watching things unfold as if you're watching a movie. What small things initiate a change? A smile, a new idea, a loving gesture. What small things do you see come forth that begin to change the energy of the situation? Simply allow your mind to bring an image of the small and simple things that can bring about something great.
how could the people in this situation support each other? What would this look like? Neighbor to neighbor, stranger to stranger, friend to friend. What little miracles could unfold in these small interactions? See it. Your mind is a powerful creator. Allow your mind to show you. Allow yourself to see without judgment. It doesn't matter if it seems sensational or unrealistic. All things are possible in the spiritual creation in your mind. Things may unfold in a different way later in the physical world. Just remember what matters here is the intention behind your creation. The images your mind creates serve to strengthen the feeling possibility and faith within you. Trust the process. If it feels hard to see anything, you can also focus on a feeling. What feeling do you desire to bring to the situation? Use this feeling as a guide for how this could look. What does this feeling look like if it were put into action? How do the people in this situation support one another? What needs do you see being met? Is it physical needs like food, safety, or shelter? Is it spiritual needs like encouragement, support, or problem-solving ideas that will help? How do you see people helping one another? can you serve? If you're not able to help the situation in person right now, can you spiritually imagine yourself there? What spiritual gifts can you offer in this creation in your mind? Is it love? Encouragement? Healing touch? 
humor, ideas, light. In what ways can you offer the gifts of your soul to help provide relief and healing? See yourself offering your gift. Imagine this in your mind. Remember, all things are possible in the spiritual creation. See yourself offering your gift. How could heaven support the situation? Remember, with God, all things are possible. How does heaven support the situation? Is it the ministering of angels? Is it power over the elements? Is it protection or deliverance? Allow God to show you what heaven is capable of. See what heaven can do. See it. Believe it. Allow the power of this imagery to fill your whole entire body. Fill your body with hope. Fill your body with faith. Fill your body with the power of possibility. See it. Create it in your mind. How does heaven help?
Do you feel the power of God within you? This image, these many images in your mind serve to strengthen your hope and faith. This feeling in your body serves to raise your emotional state. As you raise your emotional state, it helps to raise the emotional state of those around you, even on a global level. We are all connected. We are all one. We are one with our neighbor. We are of one heart. We are of one mind. We are one with God. Imagine this connection in your mind. See the energy of your own feelings, all that you're feeling within you right now. Imagine your feelings as a ray of light and send it out to the world. See this light spreading and touching the people in this situation. Touching all people. Share the energy of what you feel right now. Share this with all people. We are one. We are all connected. Take a moment and feel gratitude for this experience, this moment of co-creation. Remember, you can return to this moment. You can return to these images anytime you need an increase of hope and faith in what is possible. With God, all things are possible. an inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose breathing in and breathing out smile and allow yourself to simply breathe